installment of the Nintendo News Report for Thursday, July 25th, 2019. I'm your host, Donald Terriel, and I'm looking at a notice that says that Hangouts on Air is going away August 1st, so we will have more on that later. Joining me this week is the owner and reviews editor of Nintendo World Report, a man who is uh, running uh, running around with a uh, World Series pennant, apparently, Neil Ronahan. Hey guys, Super Mega Baseball 2 is out on Switch today. It is a very good day. Some would say that the 25th of a month might be Christmas. And <laughs> since this is the day that Super Mega Baseball 2 comes out on Switch, you know what? It feels like Christmas. Yeah. I gotta get, I, if I didn't have another game of big hitting and strategy coming at me in like an hour and a half, I probably would have already bought it. I actually got like I pre I did the digital preload for Fire Emblem because I got fifty bucks in free eShop credit for my job. No, nice. that's not bad. But the other, yeah, yeah, and I might be able to get a little bit more at some point. But anyway, the other the other voice we have this evening uh, live from Alaska, a man who uh, is very excited to see somebody else play Omega Labyrinth Life next week. Zach Miller. Is that next week? Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. Did they announced worldwide. I mean, like that's something kind of impressive about the, uh, shall I say, the melons on that announcement. Is that uh, like usually with a lot of those those games, you have such a lag. I guess okay, beating around the bush. Go if you are eighteen or older, Google what Omega Labyrinth Life is. Uh, also, it is it is part of that like Japanese developed dungeon crawler that may or may not have a lot of anime girls. Yeah, and the yes. previous game in that series was denied localization after uh, the Australian government refused to let it in the country. Uh, the British government refused <laughs> to to allow it to get a physical release, and then Sony said there are way too many underage girls in this game. No. Because the previous game was going to come out on the PS4 and the Vita, and well, this is the evolved form of the Vita, apparently. So I just wanted to go get a, a quote. I'm not from reviewing the press this, and I'm very pleased to say that James Jones is reviewing this. <laughs> and it will be I, glorious. I think. I, I think I, actually, no. I think the outcome of that is that we're just sending a code to Lindemann. <laughs> I think that's what happened. Anyway, so here is so. The story with this game, Omega Labyrinth Life and mm. Labyrinth Life. Uh, Omega Omega Labyrinth Life is coming to Switch. Labyrinth Life is coming to PlayStation 4. And I'm not 100% sure, but I think that the main difference is that the Switch version has more boobs. It does. Sony's okay. really cracking down on boobs. Yeah. Uh, but here's a quote no, from, so, from what it's so, described as a... Okay, go on. I, I was just going to say that Sony is cracking down on underage boobs. Okay. okay, sorry. Um, this is what is described as a Japanese roguelike dungeon RPG. Uh, here is the quote from the end of the first paragraph of the press release that came out the other uh, today, actually. 
D3 Publisher aims to deliver a lewd, busty, and hardcore roguelike experience utilizing turn-based tactics and growing powers that are bestowed within each maiden's breasts. <laughs> Fire you emblem, can, you can get go your from heart out. A cup to Z cup, apparently. I'm not sure what that even looks like. You know, um, I, I suppose there are worse ways to go out on the service. We were getting demonetized anyway, so F it, let's go all the way. Yeah. Um, so Mega Labyrinth Life, uh, you might thing. see coverage. You might see coverage of the game that isn't in the game, apparently. <laughs> uh, uh, but we're, we're, it's not going to be a priority. What is a priority is that Fire Emblem game coming out in a couple hours. Check out our review on this channel. Uh, way less discussion of 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 uh, Japanese dungeon RPG games with maidens with boobs. Yeah. Yeah, and although there is some, there is a bit of a bit of controversy surrounding Fire Emblem Three Houses, but we will get to that in a bit because there's some more, way more important news that happened this week. Um, the, the the issue of the Joy-Con drift has it was bubbling for a while, I would say, but it really kicked into high gear last week when I think it was a survey at Kotaku that said like a quarter to a half of the staff had that issue in some form. And then we had Guillaume talking about it on last week's episode of Radio Free Nintendo. And then on Tuesday, we got a memo obtained by the good folks at Waypoint uh, revealed that Nintendo, after getting a class action lawsuit opened against them for the Joy-Cons, is going to issue refunds if you had con repairs and they will repair the Joy-Cons, no questions asked. I mean, good. Yeah, and I I will say uh, we have I'm a two in a two switch household. The Joy-Con replacement rate here is fifty percent, and I w mm. would probably have done it myself if it wasn't for the fact that I use the Pro Controller ninety percent of the time. Um, when I'm at home, uh, now so. that it's free, I'll probably do it because <laughs> I've I've had the issue, but it's 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 never been consistently bad enough for me to bother being like, I'm going to pay Nintendo money and send my controllers away. Mm. Uh, but now that it's free, <laughs> sure. uh, I'm yeah. way more likely to send my, my controllers in. Cause I have had the issue with, um, I have God, I have six joy con um, and two of them I've had the issue with. What's weird to yeah, me my... is that it's so inconsistent between users. Yeah. It's like every every switch, every Joy-Con is a little bit different. Yeah, I mean, it just it's uh, Nintendo isn't going to say this, um, and you know what? I'll, I'll I will admit it's not one hundred percent proven to be this, but like there's just some defects in those early controllers that yeah. uh, may or may not have been ironed out with future ones. But regardless, people have. There are real problems with the durability of Joy-Con controllers, and maybe even the Switch in general. Um, I know, like, there's that, there's like a, a a point on the system that seems to, uh, like, on a corner of the system that reliably seems to just break off depending on how you use your system. It seems what? to work fine, but apparently that just happens in in wow. a certain spot. Uh, hopefully, as we get these revisions, 
you know, it'll be better. But it's disappointing that Nintendo's durability used to be such a strength of theirs. Yeah. Uh, with like Game Boys surviving the Iraq Wars, it's at the Nintendo store in New York City. Go see it. It's still playing Tetris. Um, that's not going to happen with the Switch. Uh, it's not that it's, I mean, it's, it's still a portable tablet-like console, but it's not, it's not like it's super fragile, but there's enough things to break on it that make it a yeah. turn. I had to send my, I had to send one of the, I want to say one of the Joy-Cons in. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't send one of the Joy-Cons in because it was outside of warranty. Right outside of warranty, uh, one of the sticks just stopped working. Yeah. Yeah. No, like they, it seems like they're they're built for obsolescence. So the, the crazy thing with all of this, uh, like the warranty stuff, especially in America, um, I don't know if it's 100% confirmed, but like I don't think this policy exists in Japan. For example, oh. so it, if it, you are it if you are trying to do a repair order with with NCL over in Japan, you probably still have to pay for the repair order. As That's far as I know, right now this is an this is only confirmed for NOA. I'm I'm not sure of NOE. I did hear people in Japan saying that that you can do it. Yeah, I think and NOE no. at this point hasn't made the jump either. At least according to reports from people people that are familiar with the matter. So. We, I don't know if NOA is being used as a test case here to come back to the home office at NCL and say, guys, we need to do something. Like we yeah. need to make this policy worldwide or we need to do, God forbid, we have to do a recall. Yeah. Um, but do you have, I, I'll, I'll, say, I'll call out can, Reverend Meat Toad in the chat. That's a, that's a, that's a name. Um, <laughs> they asked, uh, how do you get them to repair it? Uh, I, I have not gone through the process for this specifically myself, but if you go to Nintendo of America's support page, uh, they have, I don't know if it's, I don't think it's 24 seven. Um, but they have a it's... very good support number that you can call. Like you'll get Nintendo music as the hold music. So that's neat. Um, and I, every experience that I've had with Nintendo, so Nintendo of America support over the years has been extremely pleasant. Um, even even when it's been something like I had a I uh, I I tripped and a 3ds screen got broken way out of warranty and I had to pay money for that one it wasn't a free warranty so that was just a bad experience all around uh, but they were still super nice and helpful and expedient service is what you can expect from yeah. that away good good customer service there yeah yeah the um yeah so it's uh six so it's 800-255-3700 is Nintendo's support number. And during the week, they're open 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific time. So basically 9 to 10 Eastern. So good. So there's plenty plenty of time to reach out to them and enjoy the uh, Hyrule Field music as the, the hold. I've had to call them a few times in recent years. Although one time was actually for when the website itself broke, so I'm, I'm not sure how effective that would have been, but they <laughs> did eventually fix it. Yeah, kind of hard to do sale lists when, hey, half the games aren't on. I have to pull up the Switch and see what half the games that are actually on sale are. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that was the thing that happened. So we they announced some new Joy-Con colors this week. I'm hoping whatever fixes they're doing on these will just come built into the into the new controllers because yeah, yeah like 
But then, then again, Nintendo, of course, they have the the hard part is going to be as if this happens with the Switch Lite, because yeah, if the controls he, he on the Switch Lite that. go, you got to replace the whole system. <laughs> now, granted, I have I have replaced the whole system before, but yeah, that's not something I look forward to doing. Yeah. Um. I, I would hope the Switch Lite's more durable. Like, yeah. it kind of has to be by my, how it's being presented and how it will likely be used. My brother's uh, hoping the same thing. He intends to get one for my nephew, and he's six. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm thinking of getting one for my kid. He just turned a year, right? I could just give him one. He'll be fine. Just just load up Mario, Super Mario Bros. On Actually, the uh, a, a slight, slight dad talk. Uh, to inter interrupt this, it's controller related. I swear. Um, so, so I, I was uh, uh, trying to try to do my best, limiting the screen time, as it were. Uh, but every now and then, I'll be like, "All right, like this is a colorful game. He'll probably enjoy this." Uh, sat down to play Super Mega Baseball Two with the kid. Um, sports games for for babies, or it's sports in general, like because you can see the ball, like kind of action happening and stuff. Um, I've I've found that. That, that my son like enjoys watching soccer and stuff like that. Uh, so he enjoyed watching me play a game of Super Mega Baseball. Uh, later in the day, he finds the Switch Pro controller, picks it up, hands it to me, and then sits in front of the TV, being like, "Dad, play more baseball." Oh, that's funny. Um, <laughs> so, but in that process, he got really into wanting to hold the video game controller. Oh. Um, fortunately, I, I believe it's a Power A controller. It's a wired controller that I got for review um, close to the Switch's launch. Uh, that, uh, I can do it so there's no cable, because it's just like a USB cable that plugs into the controller, and there's no batteries in it, because um, it has to work wired. Um, mm. So he is a little controller that, that, he, that he now carries around the house. It's, it's very, very, Aww. very amusing. And in 12 years, he'll be running for the site. Yeah, yeah. Um, I hope everybody, he'll he'll reveal his true self and name uh, when he is of age, um, and then he will own the site. I think that's, that's how it works. <laughs> yeah, so the so back to the Switch Lite here. So they announced that a couple of weeks ago, unfortunately, just because of trying to figure out what we're going to do with the show here. We haven't had a chance to talk about it now, but just if it is, September 20th, same day as Link's Awakening, $200 US, three colors to start, obligatory Pokemon one in November, and yeah, no dock. No docking at all. Yeah, like, um, Which, if you could dock that thing, I'd buy it. Me too. I like the form factor. Yeah. Yeah, like, I love, I'm, like, there, there was some good comparison. I want to say I first saw it on IGN. I did not do my full journalistic resource here. So if it was another site that IGN picked it up from, I apologize. Uh, so a bunch of good comparisons to the Switch Lite, uh, to like, what the Switch is, 3DS, 2DS, stuff like that. It like It's a little bit bigger than a Vita. And as far as the footprint of it compared to like a folded up 3DS, it's not really like in some respects, it's smaller than the 3ds XL. It's thinner for sure. Yeah, um, and I think I think it might be like height shorter, but then it's wider because of the Joy-Con. Like I think kind of the screen. I mean, the screen size is bigger than the 3ds, but as far as like the the footprint of that screen, it's not that far off overall, which yeah. is kind of incredible. Um, 
kind of wonderful, but I can't justify that if if it's handheld only. Yeah, I'm I'm probably going to get it just because I don't bring the Switch to work as much as I should unless I really need to play something for review. But I'm more likely to pull that like it because if it's as, as you describe where it's smaller than a 3D uh, 3DS XL, that makes it infinitely infinitely more pocketable for me. So it's I'm more likely to pull that out on the bus than rather than just you know dick around on my phone or whatever. Yeah. yeah. On on I the also, way to work. So. And I would say uh, if I was probably commuting on public transportation, I'd consider it more. Uh, I found I guess just kind of as, as I settle into life in my early 30s here, uh, I just I don't play games portably outside of my house as often as I used to. Same. Yeah, I'm, but the way I see it, I can, if I make that my primary system, like a, a Switch Lite, if it's my pri- the, the primary system for my Nintendo account, then I know bloody well that I can play it on the, on the Switch that's docked to my TV right now and be able to go out and it will have the internet connection because you have to be online if it's a secondary console. So I can use that for playing on TV when I'm home or like if I need to capture video or something, I can do it that way. And then, yeah. And, and oh, big whoop, I can't play one, two switch on the switch light. I wasn't playing that anyway. I don't, cause you need, you need, you literally need oh, to bring joy cons with you. I was, I was being fake, uh, horrified <laughs> that you weren't yeah. gonna be able to play that. And, and nothing of value was lost. Exactly. Uh, one two switch. I, it was a, what do we get that a, a six when that came out? I like. I think there's a lot of charm and humor in that game, but like not. I don't know. We played it at PAX, and it was like, what are they doing? Like, but it's it's funny. Like like it just it feels like a tech demo, and the fact that it, it was fifty dollars at launch, like it still is fifty it, bucks. That's been the that's game. not great. Um. I don't even know if it worked as a pack-in. I think yeah. I remember talking to someone about this when the when the Switch came out, and I was like, why isn't that a pack-in? And I think people were like, well, it's not good enough. You don't want it to associate it with the whole system. <laughs> like, the reason why Wii Sports worked so well is because Wii Sports was pure gold. Yeah. 1-2 um, <clears throat> Switch ain't pure gold. I like. It's not a great game. I think there are things about it that are commendable, like the fact that Nintendo was doing some FM... FMV goofery in 2017. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. But the the hard part for me, though, is determining what color do I want to get or do I want to wait till November and get the Pokemon one? Because that honestly looks like the best one of the bunch. How is there not a Link's Awakening one? Like, I might buy that. Yeah, uh, that's actually uh, if there's a if there is a Zelda themed system, um, I'm getting that for my wife. For I have been informed that there has to be a second Switch in the house when Breath of the Wild two comes out. Oh, there you go. In no uncertain terms, that was decreed. She's like, I'm not fighting you for this game because um, she got she she's probably played 300 hours of Zelda at this point. Oh my gosh! 
don't know. Oh, so a little less than Justin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's one of those things where, because um, my wife's profile on the Switch is not connected, so, like she doesn't have a Nintendo account set up, and that's the only way that you can see the hours played. Oh. Uh, we are in the dark about exactly how much Zelda she has played. But it so is one of those could, things. She could have played like CJC of Thieves amount of time. Yeah. Like, like it could be an obscene amount. I'm I I'm probably conservatively guessing at my my 200 300 mark, uh, but one of these days I'll just I'll, I will maybe I'll do that uh, right now I'll go I'll go make an Nintendo account for her so we can see how long okay. she's played Zelda. There you go. Yeah. All right, and that's and that wasn't the only hard, Nintendo hardware news that uh, came out while we were on uh, on on technical hiatus. Uh, then there's also going to be a revision to the switch hardware starting to float into north america mid-august that will have vastly increased battery life and the more important feature for nintendo way better security (laughs) yes so it'll have like so instead of the range of two and a half to six hours we're going to get four and a half to nine which yeah like that's a big big battery boost like i don't know I don't know how much of it has been like I mean I guess we'll get fuel full teardowns and junk when those systems are out in the wild. Uh it kind of just seems like it's like we made the switch light and along the way found ways to make the regular switch a little more efficient. Um so I mean that kind of I'm just it's weird that there's it's kind of like an announced release as opposed to just like they're we're rolling out new switches quietly. Oh, which is what yeah. other companies have done in the past. Yeah, I because I mean, if the because it seems like the only really that's the only big change is the battery life and well the security stuff in there. So like, there's not a lot of reason to. I, I suppose there's not a lot of reason to upgrade if you're if you're in that twenty thirty percent of people that never undock their switch. Yeah. 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 So I'm I'm. If I I've heard of some deals around here where I could like trade a switch and get one for thirty five bucks I think after tax. So Ooh. if that if so if that comes around again I might jump on that, assuming I can get the new rev. But if not, yeah, it doesn't bug me all that much. I'm not going to do the homebrew thing anyway. So yeah, I um, mean the, the piracy aspect of it doesn't affect me. Like I'm not going to go do that and. Really? Uh, the battery life would be the only appealing thing, but as when we were just talking about the light, uh, I don't play portable outside of my house as often as I used to. Uh, I think the only time I've kind of run the battery on the switch down low is like on a flight or um, like I forgot to charge it overnight, <laughs> which is just on me. Yeah. Yeah. The, the default setting for my switch is in the dock. So I, I'm not, not really in a position to, yeah, could be concerned with battery life because I'm not flying the LA Edmonton Toronto thing that I did around E3. I'm not doing that again anytime soon, especially yeah. since Paxton is like February next year, Pax East. So I can't go. So I'm never gonna. I'm not gonna really run down the switch. And by well, even by then I'd have a light anyway. So nothing to worry about there. So. If I've, I think if there was one other thing that like if maybe if it had a more stable like if it helped lock stuff at thirty or sixty, 
more than what we get on the current switch. Maybe I'd upgrade for that, but as it is now, the bat, if it's going to be tethered to the TV all the time, what's the point? Yeah. yeah. <sighs> all right. I, th I think the people in the chat want us to talk about Fire Emblem. Oh, yeah. So as we mentioned earlier, Fire Emblem Three Houses comes out in an hour uh, in North America. It's already out in the rest of the world. Uh, our review's on the channel. It's also on the website if you want the transcript. But there was a little bit of controversy this week because it uh, turns out the voice of the uh, male version of the Avatar uh, it has a couple of things that are that various people want him out of the project. Um, he's a abusive SOB, oh. putting it mildly. And also, he was bragging before E3 that he was going to be the voice of Byleth and therefore was violating an NDA because whether Nintendo moved it up or, or not because of them, we weren't supposed to know who any of the voices were in that game until, I believe, last week. Oh, wow. So here's the thing with that. Uh, I've seen a lot of people report on the story as... Uh, dude's name is removed from Fire Emblem Heroes due to abusive behavior. Has there been a statement from Nintendo confirming that? Because I wouldn't be surprised if it's related to the NDA thing. <laughs> it has nothing yeah. to do with the abuse. Yeah, the, like, I think the, like, the violation of the NDA, I think, came out because he's trying to walk back the abusive thing. Like, he's out there on Twitter and Tumblr saying, I, I need help basically, and he was bringing that up as part of the conversation. So I think you're right because he, and if that, if that, but I think the fact that the outcry finally hit NOA this week, because we saw the first time, I think that it was publicly acknowledged outside of the people that were reviewing the game, that he was the voice actor was when he got data mined for Fire Emblem Heroes, which happened on Monday morning. Oh wow! Because because he was like he the dis distribution for that Byleth started today. I got him today, and originally he was credited on as of as recently as Monday, and then there was an update this morning for Heroes that it ostensibly just fixed the app icon to promote three houses, but the same time we saw that the text string changed from guy's name to blank which I think there's very few circumstances when they will blank out the username. And one of them, I believe, is for Laura Bailey as Lucina because she she's in a like she's union of a union voice actor and she didn't and shouldn't be acknowledged in that fashion because ever since codename Steam essentially, oh, Nintendo yeah. has used exclusively non-union voice actors. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I forgot that. That like, yeah, because didn't Nintendo kind of cross the picket lines for some things during the voice actor strike, right? Um, it was it was that, but also Codename Steam was a union gig, and one of the people in that game, uh, was the person who gave the harassment movement of 2014 its name. Oh yeah, Baldwin. Baldwin. Um, for the record, I know someone somebody um, asked in the chat. Uh, Chris Neosi, our, our Kerbofer, Ker uh, yeah. on on the Twitters. Um, I actually just went over to his Twitter. Yeah, he's got a lengthy Tumblr post 
apologizing for for being abusive and manipulative and stuff. Um, Ama Jambe uh, is asking in the chat: Is this a JonTron type situation? Sort of. Um, what is that? What does that mean? Uh, he was pat- he was removed from ukulele. Was it ukulele or was it another game? That- he was in a hat in time as well, but I don't know if he was. Um, watch him call it. If he was removed from that, I think he was like removed from one, but not the other. Mm. Yeah. So what? So so far, because it's a because Nintendo is in a non-union shop, they can get away with this. He has been discredited in, or I, I don't know if that's the proper term to use here, but basically he's he's been his he's credit not, has been removed from from, from heroes. There's a day one update for three houses. I wonder if they did the same thing with that, but we probably won't we'll find out in an hour. Maybe well, well no, well no. I guess we'd have to <laughs> we'd have to beat the game. We can ask someone who beat the game to update their copy of the game and check the credits. Um, okay, Don, if you're watching, you get a job. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I and, assume that's something that will probably be reported on almost instantly if there yeah, is an update because, about that. And I mean, it's not like there's, I mean, there's been precedent for even removing union voice actors from games, but that was for performance issues. I'm looking at you, Peter Dinklage. Yeah. Um, uh, to to make sure we were accurate about the JonTron stuff, uh, he wasn't removed from a hat in time. He was removed from ukulele. Okay. okay. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, this, like that's that's a without getting into specifics of of you know what side of the JonTron stuff you are, um, we'll try to remain somewhat apolitical. Uh, you can find us on Twitter to see what our political leanings are. We're not shy. <laughs> All three of us, we ain't shy about it. Um, but uh, I mean, it's 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 similar in the sense of that, like some guy who was supposed to voice a role and recorded the voice for the role, then had stuff come up. Where either they uh, said said they they put their foot in their mouth or had past uh, misgivings come to light. Yeah. So what I think will end up happening here, um, because he's in the game, my understanding from people that have played the game is that he doesn't have because he's the avatar character you're going to be doing a lot of the talking for him. So he doesn't have a lot of voice lines in the monastery, but he will have voice lines for like critical hits and things like that in battle. Uh, I'm going so, Lady Byleth. Yeah, same here. <laughs> like, easy but, way like, to solve this. <laughs> yeah, I, I will put up with, with um, you know, hot for teacher walking around in tights <laughs> rather, than, rather than deal with this. I wasn't sure where I was going with three houses, aside from which house I'm going to, but I'm definitely going female Byleth now. And yeah. so what'll likely happen is it, there's DLC for this game, which is going to have story elements. If he has been let go as the voice actor of male Byleth, they're going to have to bring somebody in to re-record. They'll have to, they'll have to record lines anyway for the DLC. Right. And, and if they DLC do that... coming until 2020, right? April, yeah, April 2020. So honestly, they'd probably be recording it now, if I had to guess. So I I guess it depends on how to the wire Fire Emblem Three Houses was in general. Yeah, and so he'll so if they if they do that, they'll probably have that voice actor 
re-record the battle dialogue. So eventually, whoever this person is, I'm just going off Alexis Tipton since that's who replaced Laura Bailey as Lucina. They'll they'll probably patch that in when the DLC comes out. And when he gets alternate versions in Fire Emblem Heroes, we'll find out if the voice actor has changed or if they're just not crediting him. Yeah. And having him continue. Because let's face it, he's going to have alternate versions in Fire Emblem Heroes at some point. I mean, that's that's what any beloved Fire Emblem character will have alternate versions in Fire Emblem Heroes, <laughs> as is yeah. the law. It, most of them from Fates, however, but that's yeah. that's another story for another time. It's, no, it's not. It's not. Like, I don't like Fire Emblem Fates. It's not a good game. Uh, I'm I'm excited for Three Houses. That's coming yeah. out in 50 minutes. 51 minutes, maybe. Um, depending on yeah. when you're listening, it's probably already out, unless you're watching this live. <laughs> and if, and if you're listening to this on on iTunes, uh, yeah, what are you doing? You're probably you're probably playing Three Houses while you're listening yeah. to this. <laughs> um, I mean, just going into it, it seems. Uh, I don't think we're gonna get spoilery, but if you don't want to know anything about Three Houses, like at all, um, maybe maybe uh, skip around um, to now for a little bit. Put us on mute. Uh, I'm I'm really excited for the game. Like I think it I think it looks really nice. Uh, apparently, there's a little bit of Koei Tecmo jank in the game. Like I know I, I know Don called out in the review that like you can clip through pillars. Um, but I like the idea of the kind of Fire Emblem Hogwarts <gasps> school for the first half, which seems like a lot of fun. It's unfortunate that it seems like uh, the back half, like because it's kind of split into two parts. Seems like the second part might be a little rough around the edges comparatively. Yeah, it's it's very it, it's coming it's getting that Trails of Cold Steel vibe, which I've played a bit of the first two games in that. Always been in if those games came to a Nintendo platform, I would play them. That's that's the only way at this point. Yeah, unfortunately, they're Falcom, and Falcom doesn't seem to be up for porting very much at this point. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a new story in of itself. Uh, I think there was an interview at U.S. Gamer uh, with Fal- with uh, the president of Falcom because um, I think Trails of Cold Steel came to PS4 recently. It, um, one and two and three is coming out. It got delayed to October. <clears throat> okay, um, but in, in regards to porting games to Switch, it's just that Falcom isn't big enough. If SNK or NIS America helps him out, then like may- maybe there's a chance. But but um, given the unfortunately NISA's track record with handling Falcom ports is um, I'll, I'll, I'll be generous and call it suspect. Especially well, I mean, on PC. Especially I mean, the PC version. The, the, uh, the final release of Ease 8 was pretty good. Yeah, but it, it needed... It was a to get there. Yeah. It, it's solid, but yeah, especially with the these Trails of Cold Steel games are like 40, 50 hours as well. So, And NAS America has enough on their plate right now because I think they're releasing a game every week in October now. Yeah, and one of them, the Alliance Alive HD, which is uh, why. <laughs> sure. Yeah, but yeah, so that's, so that's where we are with Fire Emblem. Um, Anything else news-wise that we should cover that's come up in the last, I don't know, month? Since Super Mega Baseball 2 out on is, Switch right now. And and rad. Um, I, 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 believe you, I believe you said this was like a five-tool player. Yeah. Yeah. This, uh, this is a game that'll win 
Cy Young Awards, hit for the cycle, win triple crowns. It, it, First ballot Hall of Famer. The, the Super Bowl Baseball Two rules. <laughs> I I can't I can't wait to get that, or I can't wait to have the money to be able to get that. So probably Tuesday, but <laughs> I'm gonna be. But yeah, I bought Fire Emblem two weeks ago, so I'm gonna be needing even that. Um, but I'll need. Of- I'll need. Yeah. There's a lot of cool games coming out. Uh, Marvel Divine Three. That, that's it. I like that game very much. So I'm discovering that my mighty Switch Force muscles have atrophied completely. Oh no! Completely. It's a good game. It has the port. Oh, that's good. I mean, they're all the exact same games as before. Have you played the new one yet, or the newest, the Mighty Switch Force Academy, or whatever? Uh, yeah. You know what it is. Have you played it? No. So imagine a mighty Switch Force level taking up the entire screen. Yeah. So everything is itty bitty. And it's multiplayer encouraged, uh, but you can do them solo. Uh, Don't play it on your Switch because you'll go blind. Play it on TV. Uh, I haven't played it yet with people, but it seems like it could be a good time. Cool. Yeah. And, And there's a Switch Force game that is not on here that I found out about today there's an really? ios game called hose it down which is a follow-up to two and it's a single screen and you kind of with your finger make basically do pipe dream oh that's uh, and cool. then when you're done she hoses through the maze and rescues the person cool that would be fun yeah. to play I like those games a lot. Um, it's been a while since I've played any of them, so replaying them would be probably a fresh experience at this point. Yeah, I like them all. And the the ending, um, the endings, the end credits song in two is like the greatest thing. I don't know if you've no, heard it. It's I remember amazing. that. It's amazing. So, and also, I think this. I'm sure there's a few people watching or listening that this will be relevant to. They've doubled the course upload limit in Mario Maker 2. So it went from 32 to 64. And they're going to increase it one more time before the, before at some point in the future. But that's all they're promising right now as far as that limit Which goes. Which is weird. But it's Nintendo and online. <laughs> maybe when they add, maybe when they add the sixth style, which hopefully they'll add a sixth style at some point, because that gab looks really weird. Do you think and they will? Of course, I think they will. It's just a matter of do they have the, do they go Mario to USA? Oh yeah. Um, I think or like suit- Yoshi's Island or something. Oh, like hand drawn. Cool. I don't know. Like, I, I still feel like, the, uh, I mean, I guess spoilers, like you can run into a random level with this if you play the game. I still think a Super Mario Land-like theme wouldn't be out of the question, especially with the Super Ball oh, showing up the so game cool. as power-up. I would buy the game for that. Hmm. I'm tempted to do some Mario Land 2 stuff, but... Yeah, I haven't. I haven't really had time to, uh, <laughs> to time to do anything in Mario Maker Two as far as level creation because God, I've been so busy grinding spheres in Final Fantasy X. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, it's JRPG July. What are you gonna do? By the way, I don't understand how Super Mario Land did not rank higher in your 
horrible, not horrible, uh, Mario. Super Mario World is number one, man. I'm oh, sorry. I get that. But Super Mario, you know, land should have been way higher than like eight. Stop that. I agree. It's a, it's a it's weird short. It's I, Yeah. I, I, I ranked it pretty high, but I think my list got rejected anyway. Um, oh yeah, your was yours the ones that had like land and three at the bottom? Or no, um, no, I had I had world, I had three number one, but I, yeah, I Mario World lost a lot of coin flips in my head. <laughs> um, so what's the so, future of the show? Hangouts all right. dying next week. What are we doing? Yeah, August. Okay, so with Hangouts going away on August 1st, as I was so gently reminded at the start of the show, um, we're <coughs> going to need to do something different with the presentation of Nintendo News Report. So what's going to happen is we're going to be doing shorter shows more frequently. As in, we're, we're going to be aiming for a three times a week release schedule. Uh, there will be, you know, full, the likely going up early in the morning on the main website. And if you're a patron, you'll probably get them as soon as I can crank them out. So patreon.com slash NWR. Uh, we're aiming for about 20 minutes a show with reserving the right to go way longer if there's like a Nintendo Direct or if, heaven forfend, Miyamoto passes away or something. But it's going to take something big for us to break the 20 minute mark. Yeah. And and this way we can we can get that out more get it out more frequently and be on top of the news rather than waiting for the you know one time a week to do the one long show for it. So yeah. we'll still pro we're looking into the possibility of doing what Talk Nintendo does right now where their episodes also go up on YouTube with I'm pretty sure they have graphics for that. Maybe we cut gameplay in front of it. I'm not sure, but we'll, that's still to be determined. But for now, um, starting next week, you're going to the news Nintendo News Report is going to get posted more frequently as a podcast on NintendoWorldReport.com, iTunes, Google Play, all the podcast aggregators. That's where you're going to go to get this show. And there might be. Just a tease. There's a lot that still needs to be figured this out of this. There might be still some sort of video show related to Nintendo News Report, but that's still to come. Yeah, and also I might need to get I might need to join the Bald Brotherhood at some point. But <laughs> <laughs> and and for the for the crossover section that watches uh, old men yell at each other every day on ESPN, <laughs> you probably know where that's going. All right, I think that I think that's a sh show. Goodbye, Nintendo yeah, Mixer Pro. It's been going on for four years, I think. What? Really? Four, almost four, four and a half. Wow. It started before I did on this website. <laughs> oh if uh, if Scott or Alex are listening to this, which I hope you guys are, um, let us know. You can hop on whatever the weird video show was, or find out what it is specifically, or you know, talk about the news every now and then. Oh, we miss yeah. you guys. Our our Skype our Skypes are open, or however we're <coughs> going to do that. Yeah. But yes, so we will. So thank thank you very much, uh, YouTube, for four and a half years of 
mostly adequate service, I would say. Yeah, we had looked at this a couple times where it was like, hang on, it's down, what do we do? Uh, but and we had a few weeks where that was that was the case, like, oh crap, what do we do now? There because there isn't really a turnkey solution for doing three people on a video call like this and having it go to YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if if um, I mean, I think whatever we wind up doing, it might wind up being on Twitch, but um, it'll wind up on the YouTube's in some fashion or another, I would imagine. Um, yeah. But we're gonna see. We're gonna see what works best for the show, and evolve it, um, and all that jazz. And and we could probably and we could probably look at what uh, Player One does with that because they they've been using the Hangouts Hang on Air probably. Yeah, I, I don't know if. They started before us or right after us. I think it was around the same time at the very least. Yeah. All right. So one one final round of plugs for the road. Uh, of course, youtube.com slash NWRTV. Because just because this show is going away doesn't mean we're going away with video content. Oh, no. We're going great guns. <laughs> yeah. We got um, that we're going to keep on having a lot of reviews and stuff. Um, there's always uh, ideas in the hopper for more cool video content um i know on on my end uh, I, I i have a lot of scripts that i would like to turn into full things um potentially things that are gamecube and 3ds related but not related like like separate things one gamecube one 3ds mm. um that i'd love i i feel like voicing them here uh, makes me um, maybe actually have to do them because um, the scripts are basically done. I just need to collect video and record voiceover and edit it. I think they'd be cool if I ever finished that. Yeah, so that's YouTube. Of course, youtube.com slash NWRTV, patreon.com slash NWR supports the site that supports the show. And you'll get exclusive access to our an RFN episode every month, Talk Nintendo podcast every month. And we've got a game. I believe we have a game night this weekend with the yeah, patrons. Saturday. And we're going to, uh, we hit the $300 goal. So I believe if you are a patron, uh, you can get like Casey or Perry or someone to stream a game of your choice. Oh. Uh, once a month. Yeah. So, yes, let's make, let's make, I, I'd love to see a lot more of Room in the Night Sky on our Twitch channel. Yeah. Just <laughs> yeah, and I think we have we have a Patreon plays episode recording soon on Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. Um, so if you are a patron, uh, you can go join the discussion on the Discord. And I'm not sure if there's room open on the podcast, but I also think that the podcast is like recording this weekend. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, and of course the Mothership NintendoWorldReport.com with all all the reviews previews news everything we can get up there yeah and and for and one final plug of the socials here i'm at nwr donald neil is at enron 10 and zach is at zmiller 1902 follow him for all your dinosaur and soon alaskan cruise i might not have the, not have the internet on that cruise hmm. well, okay. uh, so, so maybe zach's brand isn't going to grow in the next week <laughs> <laughs> but hey, post it. Post it when you get back. Although I still find it weird that you're going on, that you're flying to Seattle for doing an Alaskan cruise, and then you have to fly back to Seattle to go back to Alaska. Well, we we boat back to Seattle and fly home. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get to say uh, cheap, so I'm going to say baldness. 
indeed. That's the show. Thank you very much. And we will see you on the other side. Bye bye. There's a dream that lives deep in air.